Welcome to Married to History, where we try to be informative, entertaining, and family-friendly. Aloha, I'm Christopher, and I love my wife so much. <laughs> I also have a fancy piece of paper on my wall that says that I know more about history than most people do. I'm Shirley. I'm a homeschool mom that relies on good curriculum, Christopher, and Fiddler on the Roof to teach our kids history. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. I miss Tevia. Hey, honey, I have a history question for you. I love history questions. My question is something that's actually near and dear to my heart. And this episode is going to be coming out, I believe, the week after Mother's Day. If this is about Ben Franklin. What are you, what? Because you said near and dear to your heart. We're not going to talk about Ben Franklin. Okay. Hey, but it is something that's near and dear to my heart. And it's coming out after Mother's Day. Okay. And our kids tease me all the time that the only identity I have is a mother. That's true. So I must know, why do historians hate mothers? What? You never read about women in history. And if you do, it's like the standout ones who get in the history book because they did something like a man. Like Joan of Arc. We never hear about your average mom in history. All right. So, honey, tell me about mm-hmm. an average man in history. I don't know. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Soldier. It's, so it's not just women. If, if they were... so <laughs> average people don't get recorded in history. Now, I think you are hitting on something mm-hmm. rather new. It is true that history has ignored, or rather that there have been mm-hmm. a lot fewer occasions where women have been recognized for something notable mm-hmm. that they did but as i think you just verified yeah. for me and i thank you for yeah. that yeah we don't record average people mm-hmm. i think that you are a good person thank you i think that i am a all right person yeah but i highly doubt that our names are going to be read in the history books of mm-hmm. students even 50 years from now yeah. I highly doubt that because as yet I wouldn't say that you and I have done anything that makes us stand <laughs> out amongst a large enough group of people that has had a large enough impact on an entire culture, mm. society, or whatever you want to say to warrant recognition by mm. by the next gener by the next generations on. Outside of our grandchildren, is anybody gonna even remember we existed? I mean maybe if we wrote really good journals and we made sure that they were preserved so, for our kids. So uh, it is definitely without a doubt the case that mm-hmm. most of the societies, most of the cultures mm-hmm. that human beings have had throughout history uh-huh. have been male dominant, male led. Wouldn't that means that that means that women, uh, that it's not that women weren't capable of standing out. Uh-huh. It's that the systems were pretty much put into place where if ever there was a time for mm-hmm. somebody to stand up, to be recognized for a great thing, more often than not, it was a man who was in that position. Mm-hmm. But that then means that those few women that we have were even more awesome than a lot of those men because Mm -hmm. not only did they do something cool that made them stand out they were able to do it in a time and in a place where they were not supposed to be given that opportunity to say nothing of being recognized for it right it's I'm, I'm gonna pick on Star Wars fans for love here because I'm a Star Wars fan myself. Okay. Admiral Thrawn is, if I remember correctly, considered one of the best admirals in the Imperial fleet because I have no idea because he's the lone alien in the Imperial Admiralty. Okay. The Empire. I didn't know this, but somebody who was a bigger fan of Star Wars than I was when I was a younger kid told me that. No, uh-huh. no, nah, nah, the the Empire. They didn't have any alien admirals. They didn't like aliens very much. So if Thrawn is an admiral in mm-hmm. the imperial navy that means that all 
he's that good because mm-hmm. he had to get through to all that stigma to get right. to his position nonetheless. So yes, I would argue that the few women that we know about in history, mm-hmm. a lot of them are better, I think, or at least super more standout, awesome. super awesome, there we can say, than a lot of the men that we know of in history as well. That makes sense. Uh, I'll, I'll pick on what I think is an easy one, Aaron Burr. Every uh, almost everybody knows who Aaron Burr is. Yeah. Aside from killing Hamilton, if it hadn't been for killing Hamilton, I mm-hmm. doubt that that man's name would be in most of the books that we have today. Fair. I think it is fair to say that Elizabeth the first far more awesome than Aaron Burr. Bold. That's like I said, that's an easy one though. But she wasn't a mother, and I'm saying historians don't care about mothers, and they completely ignore mothers. Okay, so you got me there. That's a fair point. All right. So, she was famously not a mother. All right, you, you got me there. I, pick, I, pick, I did not pick the best of examples. So, well, this brings us to uh, what I would call an unfortunate thing that I think is still very much true in our culture today. Okay. The idea that for women to be successful, I am not saying that this is a truth. I'm mm-hmm. saying that this is a cultural thing that is largely supported uh-huh. and it has been supported throughout history. The idea of that, okay, if a, if women are going to stand out, are going mm-hmm. to do these great and grand and glorious things that men typically get the credit for, yeah. then they can't be mothers or they mm. have to give up that idea of motherhood. But women can do it all. I'm not saying they can't. <laughs> I'm saying that our I'm I'm the first to say that our culture is not perfect, <laughs> but this is something that has been part of uh-huh. every culture that I can think of off the top of my head. The idea that okay, women it has been the predominant culture throughout history. I believe that mm-hmm. women's primary point is to be the caretaker, the nurturer, right. to be in the home because women are the ones that can have babies. Yeah, and if a woman wants to step away from that, if she wants to do something that is uh, out outside of those traditional rules. Yeah. then the argument is made that she is not allowed to therefore be a mother. Mm. It's kind of like that old thing where you're not allowed to do both. You gotta yeah. choose your side. Pick one or the other. You can't yeah. do both. If you try to do both, you're gonna suck at both of them. You're gonna stink. Sorry. You're gonna <laughs> not be good at both of them. Pick one or the other. Yeah. And I think it is true that a lot of women, not all, mm-hmm. but a lot of women who are doing those things that have traditionally been man's roles, that, that are CEOs of companies, that are mm-hmm. prominent politicians, that are leaders and empresses and some mm-hmm. some powerful thing that gets them a lot of attention and glory, I think a lot of them have chosen not to be mothers, either not to have kids in general, or mm-hmm. they they hire nannies and whatnot to take care of their kids because they right. have that ability. Usually they're upper class now, anyways. <laughs> and again here, I want to make sure that I'm being clear of this. I am not saying that these women are bad uh-huh. women. I am not saying that this is a bad oh, choice to I'm pretty sure that's making. what you said. I heard what you said. That is not what I said. <laughs> But this tends to be the right. the thing that we can't observe. There are some women who I, just because I can't think of one off the top of my head, mm-hmm. there are some women I'm pretty sure who have been able to make it work. And mm-hmm. there are some women that choose to do both and mm-hmm. have some measure of success in both of them. But um, mm-hmm. Queen Victoria. Uh, Queen she had Victoria. a million children, but she hated being pregnant. And I'm pretty sure she had like major postpartum depression. She didn't raise her babies. So, so I, I had an example, you, but I don't have an example. You started that like it was going to go against my point, but you kind of verified that, okay, so yeah, yeah. She, she chose not to be a mom, but to be the queen instead. I don't that know. doesn't mean that she didn't give birth to children, <laughs> but she chose not to be their mom. I don't know. Okay, so... so and then, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, there are, there are lots of women 
in history who have done some pretty awesome things. And there are lots of average women mm-hmm. who have been there during great things as well. Uh-huh. We talk about it like it was a token thing, but there were plenty of times throughout history where women have picked up the sword, where mm-hmm. women have picked up the gun and fought in armies in the American Revolution, right. in the Civil War, in just about every war that America's fought. It's gotten harder, I think, as time has gone by, because it's harder to just put on some mud on your face and wear some like <laughs> loose-fitting clothes so that yeah. the guys around you can't tell. But well, actually, no, I'm going to take that back. Today, women don't have to. Right. Women are allowed openly in the military. They don't have right. to hide and disguise themselves as a man. They're, so um, women, have been, women have been players, pieces mm-hmm. on the board throughout all of history. Uh-huh. The fact that there are fewer women that, that tend to stand out, that tend to become mm-hmm. more than just the common piece... Again, that was, it's just a case of the societies that we've had throughout time have given women less opportunities to be put into that place. Yeah. And not every woman that has even been given those opportunities has risen to greatness from it. Mm-hmm. Some women that have been queens, that have been bosses or whatnot, they've been forgotten because, oh, even though they got to that grand mm-hmm. position, they didn't do anything that history decided was noteworthy. Right. Okay. Um, off the top of my head, I can remember there's a there's one pharaoh that we uh, have reason to believe was actually a woman. Oh and yeah, not a she man. had to wear a beard and stuff. Yeah. But we, uh, aside from like a handful of references to her, we mm-hmm. know nothing about her. Hmm. Odds are that if the historians, so we know that she made every effort to appear like a man during okay. her time, and possibly if she had been more successful about it. We would have no idea. That makes me wonder, actually, how many other people do we know of in time that might have been women, yeah. but through time, the legend has been lost. For all we know, King Arthur is actually based on a woman. Hmm, interesting idea. I'm not saying I believe that, but it's possible. Anything's possible. Okay, so something that I have... Um, oh, and sorry, and I yeah. do want to be... Sorry, one other thing. In reference to those who say that being a mom is not cool, is not mm-hmm. is not awesome or whatnot, mm-hmm. tell me the awesome person that didn't have a mother. Hmm. I mean, plenty of people were raised with... Like, not necessarily was every person I'm, raised uh, with a mom. But, okay, I'm not saying or raised... Or by a good mom. I'm not saying raised by a mom. Tell me the person that didn't have a mom. Uh, birthed they, by they, a mom. They all yeah. had a mom. Yeah. So none of the great people would have ever been, you know alive if it hadn't for, for her mom. And I am personally I of the belief that mom motherhood is not the only thing that women can do, mm-hmm. but I'm inclined to think that it's the best thing you can do. I know... The, the best thing you can do? I You're going to make people mad. No, let me be fair when I say this. <laughs> I am saying that because... Okay, I'm going to go with something that I heard President Biden say. I believe hmm. I heard President Biden say there is nothing that a man can do that a woman can't do just as well, if not better right. than. Right. And I'm going to go with a slight, okay, I'm in kind of agreement with him on this because I'm hard-pressed to think of anything that men can do that women cannot also do. Not necessarily better, not necessarily as okay. equal, but that women cannot also do. The ever-famous joke is that, huh, men can pee standing up. You can pee <laughs> standing up. Maybe you don't have as good it's a, a little aim. messier. <laughs> As men do, but you can do it. But men can't give birth. Yeah. That is something that we cannot do. Right. At least not yet. I don't know where doctors are getting on this school. <laughs> Science fiction. I, I would hope that doctors have Way better things future. to do with their time than to try to fix that. <laughs> okay, so something that I've emphasized and, and women are too. better at being moms than we are. I mean, men suck at being mothers. Maybe it's because you don't try hard enough. Which is one of the things that makes us <laughs> suck at it. <laughs> So something that I've emphasized to the kids when I've talked about, you know, history in general is that 
like you've been saying, to get your name in the history book, you have to do something above and beyond mm -hmm. and something recognizable, like, and, and it has to be written down. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that all those people in the background, all the peasants in the feudal times, that doesn't mean that they had, um, they didn't have worthwhile lives. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they were worthless, but they just, their names weren't written down because they didn't do something above and beyond, but they were still important and they fulfilled their role. It's it's the misconception that people have where that, oh, if you, like, mm -hmm. you mean nothing if unless you get into a history book. Mm -hmm. No, you mean something to somebody. Yeah. You hopefully have, you mean something to your parents, unless your parents are bad parents. Mm -hmm. You hopefully mean something to your kids. Even if you didn't have kids, you could mean something to the neighborhood's kids. Mm -hmm. There are people. Your friends. At or... least some of us have brothers. and sisters. I cannot think of anybody that doesn't have at least one of the things on the list. Parents, mm -hmm. mother, father, brothers, sister, cousins, aunts, uncles, neighbors. Mm -hmm. And just because your name isn't going to get into the history book, so history is not going to remember your existence doesn't mean that those people in that little corner of the world mm -hmm. don't recognize and don't need your existence. Right. So I'm curious what you can tell me about just like in general, let's say pick your favorite war. What good were mothers doing during that time? Often enough during the war periods throughout history, women were fighting in a support role. Every now and then there was a woman who because of skill or uh, talent or uh, respect even could Mm -hmm. openly fight mm -hmm. in the front lines with the men but mm -hmm. for the most part throughout history women have been the ones that the camp followers if you will okay. sometimes this meant they were prostituting themselves to the soldiers That's to so keep great. up morale sometimes this meant that they were doing the cooking the cleaning laundry mm -hmm. uh sometimes they were married to a soldier who was in mm -hmm. the war so they followed daddy to work <laughs> take your family to work with you today Gosh. Women it's have often war. done a supporting role. And this is important because even though, again, once again, in support roles, you tend not to get a lot of recognition. Mm -hmm. People recognize that, oh, Elon Musk is this awesome guy. Nobody recognizes that Sheila, I'm making up the name. I don't know if anybody <laughs> named Sheila actually works for him. That Sheila in accounting keeps his books in order so that he can do these awesome things. Exactly. If Sheila in accounting was doing a bad job or wasn't there and like Rick, who was an idiot that just like <laughs> coasted his way through accounting school, was doing the books, then Elon might not be anywhere. That's true. So yeah, so throughout history, support people have not gotten the the recognition that, uh, what's the right way to say this? The support group, or the idea that there is support gets mm -hmm. recognition. But yes, the individuals in that support don't get the recognition. Right. But yes, without the, as you put it, the commoners or the peasants or whatnot, <laughs> without the average people, yeah. then none of the great things get done. The great people often get to where they are because somebody less great than themselves mm -hmm. did something that allowed them to get there. Right. But I do want to point out, I asked about mothers and you went straight to support personnel, women, but you were talking about- You asked me about women in military campaigns. No, I, asked, I asked mothers. I specifically said oh, mothers. I apologize. Yeah. So you went straight to, it would usually be single women as camp followers doing the cooking and the cleaning and whatnot. But what about women who had small children at home? What good did they do during war years? So again, it would depend on your time period, but throughout history, uh, off the top of my head, 
women who were staying at home, they would still be working on the farm while the mm-hmm. man is gone or managing the farm while the while the man of the house was gone. There might still be some men left behind working on the land. Uh-huh. So they got to take care of the land. They got to be the ones to balance the checkbook while mm-hmm. the ma- man is away fighting. Okay. They got to still take care of the kids and rear the kids so that they're soldiers for the next round of warfare. Well, that's bleak <laughs> when you put it that way. <laughs> no, that's not the best <laughs> one in there. But yeah, somebody still needs to take care of the kids and make sure mm-hmm. that they grow up. Uh, they do other support roles where throughout history occasionally wounded have been sent back and stayed in their homes and the oh, wives yeah. of the women left back at home cared for these uh, wounded soldiers in their homes. Uh-huh. Uh, they still, so I mentioned the farm, so they still are growing yeah. the food. They still are weaving the clothing, mending the mm. uniforms. It's very much a support in the logistical role, if not an active in the fighting role. Mm-hmm. And once again, without all that support, nothing happens. Uh, the simplest way I, I recall somebody telling me once upon a time was that in some Native American cultures the women had more power or rather it was recognized that in war women had more power because sure the men are going to go off to fight but if the women didn't like the idea of the war all they had to do was say well I'm not going to make moccasins for you Dude. I'm not going to cook your food for you so you have yeah. something to eat when you come home you get hurt out there I'm not going to take care of your wounds Yeah. So, and the men weren't going to go off to fight if dinner wasn't going to be ready for them (laughs) when they came back or if they didn't have moccasins to walk around on the rough ground to go fight that's interesting we didn't have that in like western european culture do we not to that extent i am hard pressed to think of anything along those lines that has happened throughout western culture i do not recall anything like that if there is something out there that i'm not familiar with and i hope somebody Hmm. will let us know but no, there, I do not recall any any Western culture that had that level of uh, of mm. women's control over the issue. Yeah. Often, I would imagine often enough because there were enough men to actually do that work if the women did dare. I'm using quotes when I say that, <laughs> dare to not participate. Okay. Well, and again, and it also, there again, you have the cultural thing. Perhaps, mm. uh, assuming that whoever told me this, uh, this mm-hmm. analogy for the Native Americans... It would seem that, well, in that case, the Native American women, the, the cultural dynamic of men mm-hmm. and women in that Native American community would be different than the cultural right. dynamic that we get out of a lot of Western cultures. True. <laughs> Let me give you some famous mothers in history. Um, Love it. Uh, Agrafina, if I remember. No, Agrafina. Agri- no, Pina? not Agrafina. Uh, Agrafina was the mother of Nero, Emperor Nero. Oh, he, she was so, scheming. So, yeah, yeah she, <laughs> she had a profound impact on history. We Absolutely. Tend re- we tend to remember more her son Nero and uh-huh. her and her latter husband, not not Nero's father, but her yeah. latter husband, her own uncle. Uh, Ugh, uh, oh, crud, what was the name of the emperor? I can't I remember no what idea. his name was. Claudius? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I try, I'm drawing a blank on who they were. Anyway, Agrafina, she was the daughter of Caligula, I think. Ooh. I, I, might, I might be getting my relationship wrong. Anyway, Nero's mom mm-hmm. was an influential woman on history. Mm-hmm. She did everything in her power to make sure that her son, despite the fact that he was not the emperor's biological child, yeah. was named as heir. And because of her, mm-hmm. and then later poisoning her husband when she got what she wanted, yeah. Nero Arguably the most infamous emperor. Okay, the top three most infamous emperors in Roman history. Infamous? Infamous? Don't do that. Don't quote that movie. (laughs) Comes to power in Rome. Uh, Olympia, I I think that was her name. Alexander's mother. Oh, yeah. Kind of same thing. She was very influential in making sure that her son took over Mm -hmm. after Philip died. And making sure that her son got a good education and was able Mm -hmm. to go on to succeed in his lifetime. Cool. Um... 
see. Okay, so not Elizabeth's mother, because Elizabeth's mother was killed when she was very young, but Elizabeth's stepmothers, at least two of them, I believe uh, Anne of Cleves for the short time. I think all of the last three, more so the last yeah. two, were influential in her life. They, they uh, if I remember correctly from her own journals, her own writings, they were nice. They loved her. They cared for, cared for her. She had, a, she had a bond her. with them. And yeah, I think they had a positive influence on her. Even though they weren't her actual mother, yeah. they acted like a mother. And this is another thing. There, even if you don't have your own children, there are other children. There are plenty of children out there that right. need mothers, that need better mothers than the mm-hmm. one that they have, that need a mother period, mm-hmm. or could still benefit from having another mother mm-hmm. just as good, if maybe not even as good, as the mother that they already have. Mm-hmm. I myself have three mothers. And I love them. How many grandmothers do our kids have? <laughs> we, we love adopting grandmothers. Our kids have several grandmothers. <laughs> yes, and that's something that I firmly believe in. And this comes up every time that we that Mother's, Mother's Day comes around. And I know that I have friends that have a hard time with Mother's Day because they either have a bad relationship with their own mom or they haven't been able to have children when they wanted them or they choose not to have children and they feel looked down on on Mother's Day. And I firmly believe that to mother is a verb and every woman has the potential to be a mother. You don't have to give birth to a child to be a mother. To me, being a mother is being a positive influence in another person's life mm-hmm. in, a, in a nurturing way. So if you are, you know, people talk about like their friend group has the mom friend of the group, that's a mothering role. Mm-hmm. Being the awesome aunt, that's a mothering role. Like you've said. So yeah, we, we adopted a grandma for our kids who never got married, never had children of her own, but she has been such a huge positive female influence on me and our children. So she's a mother. She deserves to be celebrated on Mother's Day. Um, while you're talking, another mother that uh, stood out in my mind, Genghis Khan's mother. I don't remember <laughs> her name. I, I wonder if anybody knows her name. Okay. But um, we know that she had a profound influence on her son. Okay. So get, when, when, when you hear Genghis Khan, what do you think of? What's the image of the man that comes up in Super your mind? Super bad dude. Super bad dude, right? If I remember correctly, we have accounts from several witnesses mm-hmm. testifying that if his mother so much as looked at him sideways, <laughs> he went cowering into the corner. No way. Yes. Okay, if we're assuming that those sources that yeah. we have are believable, and yeah. yes, a, a stern look from his mother would send that boy crying into a corner. That's awesome. <laughs> Can you think of any other? I would say another thing. So, granted, this is yeah. not an individual mother that I can think of, but mm-hmm. I would suppose throughout history, mothers have inspired their sons and their daughters mm-hmm. to do some of these great things. I doubt that there were many people, be they men or women in history, that have accomplished many great things mm-hmm. if they didn't have some manner of motherly figure in their life at some point in time. Right. And one of one of the things that continue kind of going along mm-hmm. with what you said. One of the saddest experiences that I've still had to this day, I had a friend who I love, I miss her terribly, Mm -hmm. but she went into a bad and dark place, I think, when she found out that she wasn't going to get to be a mother. Yeah, that's hard. And I I cannot begin to imagine what that must be like, Mm -hmm. especially since we've been fortunate to have four wonderful kids. Yeah. I know that I cannot imagine what is going through her mind or what went through her mind at the time. Mm-hmm. The the pain, the sadness, whatever she must have been experiencing. Right. But the idea that she thought to herself then, okay, well then that means that she was useless, that there was nothing else that she could do, mm-hmm. that she would never be a mother, that she or... couldn't, that like, even if she couldn't adopt, that she couldn't just like 
embrace or been a quasi mother to other children because there were she yeah. was in a community that had plenty of other kids other people around she could yeah. have been a mother in those fields but she never to the best of my knowledge she never even tried to embrace yeah, that and hard. The, yeah the last time i heard from her she disappeared into a deep veil of sadness and i mm. uh, to this day i really don't know what happened to her yeah you lose yeah. touch of, of people and it's hard that's too bad it's very too bad well, that was a downer yeah it was <laughs> i'm sad now i know i really miss her yeah okay you have anything else that you can share with us oh you want to drag up any bad memories of my mommy i know you're critical of my mommy from time to time excuse you i'm going to cut that out <laughs> coward <laughs> Don't want to face the wrath of your mother-in-law. There we go. Mother-in-laws. Is can You cannot convince mm. me that there is anything more terrifying to man, and yes, I mean man, <laughs> than the mother-in-law. Can't do it. Would you There's argue? There's nothing more terrifying to man throughout the history of time. More ter- well, Okay, maybe, maybe just in the modern day. Yeah. That is more terrifying to man than the mother-in-law. Are you saying that mothers-in-law are more influential on history than mothers are. I did not say that in the lies, no. <laughs> Is it possible, though? No. Because you came out pretty strong. I'm saying that mother, mothers, uh, mothers-in-law? Yes. yes. Mothers-in-law are the most terrifying thing that has ever existed. Mm. The most terrifying of the gods' creations mm-hmm. was the mother-in-law. Even some women would agree with this. Oh, absolutely. It's See, not you, just you, men you, that you, are You just affected. confess you don't like your mother-in-law. I love my what mother-in-law. What did my She's mother wonderful. ever do to you? Nothing. She has said from the beginning that yeah. you were the best thing. And we know yeah. that between the two of us, even though I am her only child, yeah. that you are her favorite child. Yeah. So I don't know why you're trying to make it sound like I don't like my mother-in-law. I lucked out. Didn't say you don't like her. It said you had some criticism of her. When? I lucked out. You didn't like that she abandoned me at Disney World? Did she abandon you at Disney World? Oh, I didn't tell you that You story. ran away. I didn't run away. I don't remember what it was. You uh, like, we, we you got lost. You went to the arcade. I didn't get lost. They gave me bad directions. <laughs> I don't know. It was a different time. What were you, like 14? It was a different time? I don't know. It wasn't the 70s. I don't know. All right. Do you have anything else to share? No, I'm good. Okay. I love my mama. That's my favorite line in Wreck-It Ralph. It's make your mama's proud time. I love my mama. (laughs) It's a good quote. I should watch that movie again. That was a good movie. Yes, it's been a while. Not a big fan of Sarah Silverman, but otherwise it's a good movie. I wonder if she's a mother. I don't know. She is a woman, and so she has value as a human being. Never claimed she didn't. I don't know. She doesn't have to be a mother to have value. Didn't claim she did. Okay. I just want to make sure everything is clear what we've been talking about today. I simply asked the question. Is she a mother? I I didn't even ask the question. I just said, I don't know if she's a mother or not. I was just curious. No idea. All right. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, then please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a five-star review. If you'd like to hear a future episode with more information about today's topic, contact Shirley at Gmail, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Married to History Pod. Also, please contact us if you have a silly question idea or if there's something from history that you would love to learn about. Just be sure to specify in your message if it's silly or serious because we don't want mother-in-laws out there to actually think that they are evil spawns of Satan. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> Said what? Talk to you next time. Said what, honey? Bye. Bye. Welcome to Married to History. I don't know why I can't talk. 
Welcome to married. <laughs> Shut up. It feels like sometimes I talk too fast, and then this the words like smush, and I know it doesn't come out right. I love so you. I have to start over. So much. Up. Hey, honey, I have a uh, history question. Let me ask that again. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>